Hello everyone, this is Tony Kramer, product specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 30, and today we are going to be talking about Gates Manufacturing and the products that they offer. Before we get started, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook and Twitter and catch up on our latest videos packed full of information on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. We have another great show for you today. I'm really excited to welcome Andy Gates, who is the president of Gates Manufacturing. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Andy. To get started, I'd really like to hear a little bit more about yourself and your background and how you got involved in this industry. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate the the invite and the opportunity to do this today. Give you a little bit of background on Gates Manufacturing. It's a business that's existed for, this is actually officially our 30th year. We were incorporated in 1986, even though my parents had started the business before that. Uh, my dad actually manufactured some Herotines in the 70s, kind of phased out of that, was farming the whole time, started farming in the late 60s. Found a need in the early 80s as equipment started to change and air seeders started to come online. He started to build some stuff that didn't exist. Started with a drill transport and some packer wheels for early air seeders, stuff like that. And nothing really commercialized or built until kind of the mid to later 80s. So from there, the, the business grew. Uh, my parents farmed up until the mid-90s. And the business, from a manufacturing perspective, was born right out in our, our farm. And uh, the shop was uh, right on their homestead area. The business continued to grow over the years up until the late 80s, early 2000s, um, started to innovate and bring more products online, as well as do some export business. We've actually done some export business to Russia, Australia, uh, Ukraine, France, Canada, Romania, and recently to China also. So, uh, you know, do have some experience in that area too. So it's really neat to hear how, how the family got started. How did you get involved in the family business? I, uh, Kind of grew up in the farm and then uh, started working in the shop when I was younger and probably 10, 12 years old, all the way up through the end of high school before I went to college at NDSU. But I went away after I graduated from NDSU and worked for other manufacturing companies for about 20 years. As my dad neared retirement age and was interested in getting out of the business, I got involved in 2009, um, officially from a full-time perspective. So I know Gates Manufacturing, I know you guys offer a a variety of different pieces of equipment, a lot of different solutions out there for farmers. Today, we're just going to touch on a few of the specific ones. Talk to us a little bit about what Gates Manufacturing has to offer as far as the harrow industry goes. Okay, well, we still manufacture a variety of what we call mounted harrows or attachment harrows that go on the back of other people's tillage equipment. You know, we manufacture them in two, three, and four bar configurations. You know, a variety of tine options, you know, from a three-eighths by 20-inch tine all the way up to a five-eighths by 30-inch, some of the largest in the industry. But really, from when it comes to what most people think of our company for, 
is the heavy harrow. My dad pioneered mounting sections on other manufacturers' toolbars back then who take off the sections that were chain-mounted and didn't have any down pressure, and then came up with bolted-on new sections that actually were more aggressive and forced the teeth into the ground with uh, spring pressure. And really, that started that whole industry, and there's a, you know, a, a number of other manufacturers followed suit with that kind of stuff. But he was the first in... Um, the late 80s to do that. So the Magnum draw bar harrow, as we call it, we manufacture those in four and five bar configurations. Size ranges, we've probably built some of the biggest in the industry. Typically, we go from 24 to 96 feet, but we've done all the way up to 112 feet. Another thing that he had pioneered, he got a patent on in the early 2000s, was the addition of a chrome carbide triangle point tipped. Still very, very, very popular. It increases the wear anywhere from five to 10 times, depending on the soil type you're in. And then it also helps with the tooth penetrating into the ground. Instead of a blunt rounded point, you got a, a triangle shaped uh, a point on it. So we've got examples out there. And then some of those products have been shipped around the, the world. Customer in South Dakota that's got a hundred foot unit that he pulls at almost 12 miles an hour. He's doing 135 acres an hour, roughly, with that, using about a third of a gallon of fuel per acre. And there again, that's for residue management in small grain stubble, winter wheat stubble, so that he has a, a smooth pass in the spring with, uh, he happens to have a John Deere no-till drill, that he needs to do enough residue management in the fall in order to be able to have, you know, uh, very good seeding conditions in the spring. Another product that we, we also have is what we call a Coulter Harrow. So a gentleman approached my dad at a farm show in Regina, Canada in the uh, mid-90s. Um, he was from France. A lot of our products are kind of farmer-driven or originated, just like my dad was, from an idea perspective. So what he did, this uh, gentleman approached him and said, you know what, I've got heavy wheat and barley stubble. And I'm having a tough time managing that residue. I have a heavy harrow, but it, it takes me three or four passes to even get to the dirt. The, the stubble is so thick. So that led to an invention called a Coulter harrow where we added a row of blades to it. And so essentially blades are added on a 12-inch spacing, and they're the first one to see the residue. So it penetrates down through the stubble that you have, um, gets to the dirt, and starts to kick some of that dirt up so your, your harrow teeth are more effective. They said this Coulter harrow manufactured sizes up to about 60 feet in those particular implements. And then what we've seen here in the United States and in the Canada in the last number of years with the increasing wet conditions and tougher conditions in the spring, we've kind of converted that product to what's the tradi- traditional or typical rear fold harrow, made it into, again, a Coulter harrow, and then added a rolling basket on it for a better field finish. So we the, those particular products, we're making four sizes right now, 48, 60, 72, and 84 feet. Very productive, you know, you're traveling uh, 8 to 12 miles an hour. Horsepower requirements are probably 6 to 10 horse a foot. Pretty narrow transport widths, but there again, it's I call it a heavy hero on uh, steroids more or less. It's a <laughs> very productive, both fall residue management and, and uh, small grain stubble, as well as corn and beans, and then used for some chemical and fertilizer incorporation. And then, the, but uh, still the primary use of that is probably in seedbed preparation in the spring. It sounds like Gates Manufacturing really has an answer for anybody when it comes to the Harrows and the Coulter Harrows. You guys kind of thought about everything as far as grower needs and what they're looking for. 
Yep, that's been our niche is kind of the residue management and that type of product. Being a, a short line OEM manufacturing, uh, you know, if you overlap too much into the, the the larger manufacturer's product line, you don't do that well. So you got to find and carve out that little niche that, that that works well for both you as a manufacturer and something that's needed from a customer perspective. I know you guys have another product out there that you really pride yourselves on. It's fairly unique to the industry as far as adjustability and settings. Tell us a little bit about this Coulter disc that you guys have. Yeah, that product was actually invented soon after the Coulter Hero. It was uh, basically the prototype was built, I think, in 2002. Essentially, it's a product that based on the tandem style disc from a design or looks perspective. But what we wanted to do is come up with something that was adjustable. And there again, with the residue, you could have a minimal amount of residue in the field or a lot. And so we thought of, well, we want something that's adjustable and and it performs well in wet conditions. So all of the hubs are individual. So that product had adjustability. We had a hydraulic circuit that we could add. Originally started out with manual slide bars and a pin on each individual gang and then grew to uh, hydraulics on the front gangs and the rear gangs as separate circuits. So that product... And when you're going down the field, you can do absolutely very minimal residue management. Barely looks like you even went through the field all the way to 15-degree gang angle, which essentially puts you into almost a tandem disc mode. And, and there again, with faster speeds because of the way the blades are designed as, as well as uh, the adjustability of it, you're going you know, anywhere from typically from 8 to 10 miles an hour. One of the things that we've recently done with this Coulter disc, like I said, it's been around since 2002. As conditions got wetter and wetter in North Dakota and, and up into Canada and, and things more challenging in the spring, became a very popular tool with adjustability. And as we go to farm shows and talk to farmers and listen to the customers, some of them are saying, you know what, the really good thing about this product, it's got a lot of adjustability you know what, the really bad thing about this product has got a lot of adjustability. So it really depends on the operator and how competent they are and how well you're able to look back and read a gauge on a, on a hydraulic cylinder that's, you know, telling you the, the angle of these gangs. So we came up with um, a product called Dynamic Adjust and introduced that in 2015. Basically what it is, is a series, there's a, all of the hydraulic cylinders adjust the gangs have a sensor built into the inside of it. So once you got a sensor cylinder and you know the position of it, then it's a matter of, you know, selecting a computer, which there's all kinds of versions of those these days. And uh, using that, we, we control that computer with a wireless tablet. I mean, the wireless technology and the ability to take a, an Android or an iPad tablet and uh, communicate with that. And so that, that uh, Wi-Fi tablet is communicating constantly with the, the computer on the hitch of the implement, and that's basically telling it the position it wants to go. So in the programming of this, um, you can set your front and rear gangs independently from zero to 15 degrees and half a degree increments. And it's amazing at traveling at nine miles an hour 
what a degree or two degrees or three degrees difference does. And so the guy that originated this uh, kind of from an idea, a little bit from an idea perspective was from Western North Dakota. And he has a lot of, he goes, I farm a lot of acres of hilltops and I don't want to do as much residue management on the hill, hilltops or move as much dirt. And my operator is uh, sometimes not the, the sharpest knife in the drawer. And so he basically um, wanted uh, button all he had to do was touch it and it uh, brings it to a preset condition. Over time, we want to do the front and back tilt of the machine, down the road depth control and a few other capabilities that will add to that, as long with the ability at some point to sense the residue amounts and adjust it automatically so that you take the operator involvement even more so out of the equation. I know integrating technology into the agriculture industry is becoming more and more popular no matter what we're doing out there on the farm. So it's really cool to hear and see that Gates Manufacturing is really getting into that game and integrating this technology into their tillage tools. Yeah, I think it's absolutely uh, paramount down the road and people are looking for data. I'm, you know, I, I have no doubt we'll be doing field mapping on tillage and learning more and more about the best conditions that you could possibly have for both your soil as the amount of rev- residue that's left um, you know, to start that next crop off in the best possible manner. So you guys have a few tools, a few pieces of equipment out there in a a number of different places. You mentioned internationally as well as here in the United States. Do you have any sort of success stories out there that you could share with us about uh, things that have gone really well for Gates Manufacturing? Sure. I mentioned a couple of times our equipment performs well in wet conditions. And um, there's been some really challenging years here in uh, North Dakota and southern parts of Canada and Manitoba, Saskatchewan. You know, for a period of years, we we couldn't almost build this implement fast enough because they were, you know, that much in demand from a um, um, seedbed preparation. But, you know, the Devil's Lake area, everybody's uh, seen that lake grow and there's uh, a lot of farmland that's been lost and a lot of challenging conditions in that area in the spring, typically. Um, have a customer up there that I did a demo for, I think it was in 2013, we had just come out with a new series of this Coulter disc or new frame design. And I uh, was really struggling. He was still combining corn. Um, he had to, you know, some that he had to basically do in the spring. Um, so he wanted to uh, try to turn that corn around, get a crop planted on it. I think it was up there in early June, about oh, about June 10th, r- roughly. And customer, I, I remember to this day, I said, I pulled in there and uh, I mean, it's wet, really wet. And and I said, well, these are pretty extreme conditions. He goes, well, not really. It's the norm for the last seven years, <laughs> and so which is very true. And so I took this uh, implement out there, a Coulter disc, and uh, was able to work, uh, I think it was four quarters of corn ground, or about 600 acres, and able to get that. I think he ended up seeding uh, some of it to soybeans and some of it to edible beans. And he goes, you know, really, if I didn't take this approach to, to try to get it in the ground and not have it go prevent a plant, he goes, you know, if I didn't do everything I could to get that seeded, I might be farming a couple thousand acres less than I, I do right now. So that implement, he still has one. He's had a couple of them and uh, really helped him get a crop in the ground. And, and I, I remember talking to him in the fall, probably at Big Iron. He said uh, that edible bean crop is probably one of the best, best he's ever seen. So even though it got seeded late, conditions the rest of the growing season were good he was able to uh, there again um, get the the corn ground he just finished combining you know off from a combine and then turn around and seed it with, uh, with that implement and we were going 
through water and through, I mean, it was really tough conditions, but you know, that, that implement handles that pretty well. Well, thanks for coming in and talking to us today, Andy. Uh, It's great to hear more about what Gates Manufacturing has to offer and also learn a little bit about the equipment and how it all started. Yeah, I appreciate the offer of uh, coming in, Tony, and, and look forward to potentially doing something like this at the end down the road. This podcast was produced and edited by Nate Dorsey. Visit audioequipment.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you've missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Android devices so that you'll never miss out on the latest news and technology from Audio Equipment and John Deere. If you really like this podcast, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any of the other social media platforms that you are using. You can also connect with me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. That's at R-D-O-T-O-N-Y-K, where you can tweet me questions, episode feedback, or ideas for future topics to cover. Please join us next time on the Agriculture Technology Podcast.